Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Crowning Moment. My name is Casey Gibson, and today we have another very special guest, and she's going to introduce herself. Hello, everyone. I am Elise Sevy. I am the Telegenic Queen. Uh, I am the founder and owner of Telegenic Queen, which is an on-camera talent coaching service. It is extremely exciting. I have been working on camera for more than 15 years total, and um, it, is, it, is a, it, is, it is a passion of mine, to be perfectly honest. We all know that camera can be really scary. And my job is to make it not scary and to make it uh, yeah, easier for you to talk about your brand and your platform. Amazing. And kind of a little backstory of how we got connected, how we met. Um, thankfully, with VIP pageantry and my national director, Tava and Connie, they got us connected and we did an amazing interview just a few short weeks ago. So make sure to check out my teen Shelby and I for the America's United States pageant systems interview on the in focus with VIP pageantry. And so it was amazing to get to know you and get to meet you. And after I you know, did the whole interview with you, I knew you were someone that we needed to bring on the podcast. You have a completely different coaching style that no one has really tapped into yet. And that was one thing that I definitely admired because being behind the camera or just staying in an interview is completely different. I get sometimes they record your interview and that's great, but having those live in-person conversations behind the camera can be a little nerve wracking. So let's talk about that a little bit. How did you get into this industry? How did you come up with this entire idea? Okay. So really I have to give all the credit to uh, Layla Rose and Holly Lynch from VIP pageantry. They approached me. Um, I'm, I know them very well. And uh, they approached me and it was kind of an idea that Layla had had years ago. I had um, emceed a pageant, uh, Princess of America pageant here in the uh, Dayton area where I'm from in Ohio. And she had said, you know, you should really think about coaching these girls because some of them want to do what you do, or some of them want to be, you know, red carpet um, reporters or entertainment reporters. And even with social media videos and everything like that, um, and I didn't think about it at the time. I was kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then it kind of became an idea, um, that, like she had planted the seed, if that makes sense. And then years later, I was like, actually, you might be right about this thing. So <laughs> that's kind of how the Telegenic Queen was born. Um, and I've been doing this now for almost a year and it's, it is so much fun. And I, I realized by being on camera, because I, I have, um, reporter and anchor experience. So I'm in the news industry, the broadcast industry. And I realized through my years of interviewing people that I've had to coach a lot of people through an interview itself. I've had to tell them, this is where you look. This is how you stand. This is how you engage your audience. And that's exactly what I'm doing now. But I really love it because I get to work one-on-one -on -one with people. And that's something that, you know, as a reporter or anchor, you're kind of like, okay, moving on to the next. And I don't get, I don't, I don't have to, I can build a relationship. And I love that about what I'm doing. And that is exactly that. And like you said, mentioning having to kind of coach people through these interviews already as, like you said, looking where to look, how to stand, how to speak. And that's something that I know personally I've had to deal with as well as doing this podcast is when you get someone that you're interviewing, sometimes they may not be as comfortable on camera as you are. And that's completely fine. Some of my episodes have turned into only audio because the way they looked at the camera, it was almost like a fear of, did I say the right question? Did I answer this correctly? And 
being able to commit to what you say and just be like, yep, this is me. I am proud of what I said. I can stand by what I said is a really nice feeling. And so I want to talk about that a little bit. What is it like coming into one of your coaching sessions and you know, kind of give us a run through of what that looks yeah, like. Yeah. So we start with a, a free virtual consultation. So I want to know kind of where you think you need to go, where you think you might be a little more um, worried. And I hate to say the word insecure because I, I feel like we can all work on our insecurities. We're all insecure about something, right? I know I'm insecure about things as well. So I hate to say that because I don't want them to feel or, or anyone to feel as if they can't be open and honest with me about it. And I know that coming in sometimes... Um, the women and girls are a little uh, intimidated because I do have a camera experience and the camera is scary for them. And I get it 100%. So I don't, I first want to just say, don't ever be scared. It's never, ever, ever a scary thing. But I start with a free virtual consultation and we talk about um, what you're doing now, where you want to go and what you want to focus on and maybe where you think your weaknesses are and where you, where your strengths are, because I want a good idea of what you're thinking um, because my, uh, I guess my, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? M my ability should not, or my, I don't hate to say the word confidence either. My, um, comfortability, that's what I'm thinking of. My comfortability is going to be different than someone else's. So, um, and I am well aware of that. And so when we start with the free virtual consultation and then we'll talk about all of those things and then we'll figure out a game plan. So I am currently working on creating some mini e-courses. So I'm going to have five different e-courses um, that you can download videos for. There's going to be on-camera basics, which is going to have five different videos. It'll cover where do you look, how do you stand um, during an interview, what do you do kind of a thing, what should you wear is going to be another one. So it's going to focus on um, how to dress. It's going to focus on how to do your hair and makeup because it is different. Um, I'm well aware that in pageantry, it's a little different than what you want to do for on camera and how you want to focus things on camera because you and what you say want to be the focus during your interview and not necessarily what you're wearing. I know that's and crazy. I, I understand. Um, and then also how to engage with your audience, how to connect with your audience. That's going to be another uh, e-course I'm offering and also interview quality. So it's basically how to build a professional studio in your home. Like I'm sitting at my dining room table right now and I have my ring light and I've got my blinds, but I also have like a little bit of something behind me and you want to make sure that it's professional looking, right? But also not distracting. So those are the five e-courses that I'm focusing on and I'm currently creating them. And then I'm also going to have an overall package as well. So um, it'll include all five of the e-courses. It'll include some other PDFs I'm working on, like how to become newsworthy, how to become a, a guest on your local TV station. How do you book those interviews? And then also it'll include six one-on-one -on -one virtual coaching sessions in that package as well. So I'm working on it. I'm getting there. I promise um, it'll be available very, very soon. That is amazing. And that's something that people don't hear often is definitely what you wear on camera. That says a lot too. And so I know, you know, when I'm getting behind the camera, 
people normally see me in my own merch where I'm wearing my crowning moment hoodie because that's just like the staple look I have. I like to change up the colors every once in a while. But having that flashy, just, you know, big feathers, something crazy going on, that's very distracting. You may be talking about something that you're very passionate about, something that's very important to you. And all I'm looking at is, is her earrings pink? Or what does she wear? What is on her neck? And that's something that people do not realize. So what would be a good piece of advice for someone when picking out an outfit to be maybe on a red carpet or behind camera when they're getting interviewed? So if you're, so it's going to differ depending, like if you're on a red carpet, you can obviously glam up. That's, that's appropriate because that, that event is appropriate for that look. So it's all dependent upon like, how do you want to wear your hair? Do you want it down? Do you want it up? In that moment, in that event, or in that, um, you know, on the red carpet, you can kind of do what you like, but be careful. I would be careful even wearing bigger earrings on the red carpet, whether your hair is down or up. And I know that's hard sometimes, but you don't want them to be jiggling and sparkling. And I don't want to look at your earrings. Like, do you? <laughs> right, exactly. I don't want to look at your earrings. I want to look at you. I want to hear what you're saying. And I want to look into your eyes. Um, now, if you're going to be doing a local TV interview uh, in studio and you're talking about your platform and maybe your platform is um, going out and, and cleaning up the trash in, in your local park, you could wear a nice dress, your hair down. But again, don't wear those big accessories. Now, if you're going to meet the reporter out or you're going to be out somewhere, um, you know, doing some sort of volunteer work, you could be a little more casual about it. Wear a nice top, nice pair of pants. You could even get away with a nice pair of jeans if you're out, say, you know, cleaning up your local park. It, it's all a matter of what is it that you're doing and what is it that you're talking about and just making sure that you're the focus. And like you mentioned, Casey, and, and what you're saying is the focus because that's the most important part of it. Absolutely. And another thing that I know my difficult point is finding the perfect pair of shoes mm. to stand in for these interviews. Sometimes I know I've done the Miss America interviews. They take 10 minutes. So your feet start to get like a little bit tired. You're staying at that really high angle. Have you found any tips and tricks to kind of help with those, maybe a different shoe that you use, anything like that? Okay. So shoes are incredibly important, right? We need them to look like sassy because i i love a good sassy pair of shoes i am all about the snake skin the leopard print because that's where i can kind of show my personality a little bit right right but we've got to watch that heel yeah you got to watch that heel so don't do the platform honestly i know that like that is the standard in pageantry to use those platform shoes but when you have to stand for not even 10 minutes but sometimes you know as an anchor and a reporter you're standing for an hour or more, you need to make sure that those shoes are comfortable. So no platforms. And, you know, you could do open toe. I love me a good open toe shoe. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes they can get a little uncomfortable too, because your foot slides a little bit more in those open toes. So I find um, to and even the rounded toe, and I know that we love our pointy toed shoes, but a rounded toe, if you're going to be standing for a long time, is just a little more comfortable because you don't want to be like, oh, my back and my neck and my shoulders, because it really does, you know, mess all of that up. 
Um, so you want to make sure that you're most comfortable and that's kind of, and, and even the smaller heels, I don't go with kitten heel. I will, you know, do a, a couple inches, but platforms, I stay away from altogether. I want to ask this, this is kind of out of the, the realm of the telegenic, you know, being on live a camera, but going into those interviews, I recently had seen a TikTok that Bill Alverson put out, who's another really good interview coach out there. And he talked about, you know, switching it up, not wearing those nude shoes all the time when you have a hot pink dress and then you have these nude shoes. What are your thoughts on spicing it up? I know you love to put some patterns with your heels, but what are your thoughts on, you know, adding color to the outfit, maybe matching it, maybe wearing a red shoe with the red suit? What are your thoughts? Uh, I love that. I think that's amazing. I, um, I love bright colors, obviously. Well, you can't see me, but I'm wearing a bright yellow dress. Um, I be careful with bright colors though, too. I love the jewel tones. Jewel tones are amazing on camera. It, the camera always does some amazing stuff with jewel tones. You can wear your blacks and you can wear your browns, but you got to be careful how you wear them. I think on camera, pinks are great. You don't want it to be a neon pink. That's what I would worry about with some of the pinks. Um, and pastels can also be great, but it has you have to make sure that it goes with your skin tone. Like I can't get away with the pastels like some some women can. I wish I could, just not my thing. Um, it washes me out. So that's what you have to, and I know a lot of the girls are gonna be you know aware of what color they look great in. I think flashy is totally fine. Just make sure it's appropriate. And I think matching your shoes is great. I don't I don't see why you couldn't do that. Like I said, I love a good sassy shoe. I'm all about it. I have shoes with rhinestones on them. I have shoes with um, the little gold pieces on them. I love that. And I get a lot of compliments on it too. Yeah, definitely in pageantry, the new thing we've been seeing is even with the evening gowns, wearing a blue evening gown, having a blue heel, or I know when I always wore either my, I have a very, everybody knows this dress if they know me, it's my navy velvet. I always wore a black heel with it that kind of blended with it. So if the dress were to come up, you wouldn't see that it's this big, chunky, nude heel. And so that's been the new thing is adding that same color in with your outfit, whether it's walk-in or interview or even on stage for evening gowns. So I want to go back into that behind the camera, you know, viewing. What are some makeup tips? I know last season on The Bachelor, they were talking about some crazy stuff, putting like actual baking powder or baby powder on their faces. What are some good ways to keep the shine away or some good makeup tips that you have? Yeah, so shine is a huge thing um, because, you know, you're in front of the camera, too. So you you don't want to use, and I know it's, you know, the highlight. You don't want to use the highlight. I don't ever uh, use that, in fact. Um, that is something you want to stay away from because it will make you look sweaty, you know, shiny on camera. I use, um, you got to have a great base, right? You got to have a great, uh, foundation. Um, personally I use, uh, it is NYX. I wish I had it with me. I'm so sorry. Oh, I guess it does. You, they're not going to see it anyway. It's NYX and it's HD powder. And it is the mate. It is the most amazing. Um, it just absorbs all of that shine. So I put that on right before I go on camera and it's, it stays with me the whole time. So that's one of my tricks that I use. Um, now, even eye makeup, I know I I do use a little shimmer every once in a while, but don't go all the way up. Keep it to just the lid and don't go all the way up to your eyebrows. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, and that's something that I, I definitely do. Uh, and that, you know, and that's going to be something that I talk about a lot with my e-courses and coaching, um, because the makeup is a little different, uh, than what you would use in pageantry and really even in real life. Um, it's kind of amazing. You don't want to use too much, but you need to use enough if that makes sense. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's, probably my favorite product, I think, is that H that NYX HD powder. And it's like photogenic something or other. And uh, it's amazing. I 1000% agree with that. I have had to learn how to do on camera makeup. I'm my own. I do hair and makeup on the side as well with Corey King. And so I have to know how to do my hair, my makeup, and then have to figure out the pageant side of makeup because that's a completely different look. And that's what some people don't realize. We're not doing, you know, your everyday look. I can't roll out of bed and get on camera. It may not even transfer well. My skin may be clear. It may be good. I could put mascara on, but my face may flash in different areas that I would not realize if I didn't have my powders on. And yes, that highlighter, you have mm. got to be so careful. There's an interview out there of me, and it's like, I think this was 2017, and I have just lines of the highlight because that's when it was a big deal. It was like the Huda like era where it's the shiny, frosted look. No, 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 no. Leave the frosted look with the frosted flakes yes. for breakfast. You do not need it <laughs> on the camera at all. 100% agree. Another <laughs> big thing, um, what are your Yes. What are your thoughts on like lash length? I know I love a good, nice wispy or a demi wispy moment. Um, what are your you know thoughts on lashes and what how they kind of do or work for you on yeah, camera? Yeah. So I personally I don't wear a whole lot of fake lashes on camera. I personally love a more natural look. That's just me. Now if I'm gonna glam it up and I'm emceeing an event like a fundraiser or gala, yeah, I'm going to throw on a lash. But on now, I do know there are, and I, I hate, you know, personally, I don't like it, but there are a lot of reporters and anchors that do because they just simply don't have the lashes. Like I have a lot of length in my natural lashes and um, they're pretty thick. So I don't, that's why I don't, you know, typically use them, but I think you can. I personally would just keep it more natural. Again, Lashes are beautiful. Lashes are great. Lashes can really make your eyes stand out. But on camera, I have found it can cause a shadow, which will make your eye, your under eye look darker. Or it can also close your eyes and make them look a little squinty. And not probably the technical term for that, but make them look a little more slitted, you know, and then you, you want your eyes to be bright and open and cause that's how you engage your audience. That's how you connect with them, um, is through your eyes. So that personally is, is I just don't use them cause I like my eyes open and bright and, um, yeah, that's just me personally. Oh, I 1000% agree. And I know we talked a little bit about background and a little bit of lighting on what it's like to do those behind the camera things, even at home. And I know last year or maybe two years ago, the Miss Earth USA system had done at home mm -hmm. interviews. So what would be like your recommendation on if you're doing that interview at home, this is your actual interview for competition. What really should you have? What should you prepare with? Do you have a specific light that you like to use that may give you good lighting when you're prepping for this? I do actually. Um, I think I, I have it on my blog and I've, I've actually linked it because I love it so, so much. So um, I wish I could share with you and, and show you, but I have a, a, a link 
on my blog to a whole kit of what you can use because I'm a big fan of also using microphones because I know that, yeah, the iPhone picks up the audio pretty decently well, but a microphone is going to drown out any outside noise whatsoever. So like, say you're, you know, you can't help if your neighbor is mowing their lawn, right? But if you have a microphone, it's going to keep it nice and crisp and clear and make you the center of attention and not your neighbor mowing their lawn, you know, in front of your house or whatever it is. Um, So I would just say my biggest thing is making sure there is no noise distractions. Um, Because again, you're the focus. It's all about you. And you want to make sure that the, the whoever it is, and this goes for social media videos too, right? You want to make sure no matter what, you're the focus and not your neighbor down the street or not the car that's going by your house loud. Um, I also use a ring light. I love my ring lights. They give a beautiful, soft lighting. Um, and I am a huge fan of natural light. If I could show you what my home studio looks like right now, I'm sitting at my dining table and in front of me is my big window, um, letting in the natural light. And then I have my ring light to just help with it, but I have it on the natural light setting. Natural light is going to give you the best, best look. Now that does not mean go stand in the sunshine because that's not going to do you justice. <laughs> so don't do that. Um, and then setting up things behind you, you want to make sure it's clean and you want to make sure it looks good, but you want to have something. Um, you can just do a plain white wall too. It's completely up to you. Um, but personally, I like a little something behind me. I agree with that. And I want to kind of flip this on you. And I want to ask you a few questions and kind of see, you know, how do how do you react to these things? Or what would your tips and tricks be for the reaction of a question that you may not know? So okay. are you ready? Perfect. Okay. So hypothetically, you're standing on the red carpet and they're getting ready to ask you a question. And they ask you something that you have zero idea about. It could be a political topic or something else. You have no idea. How do you answer this type of question if you truly, you don't even know what the words mean that came out of the reporter's mouth? What do you do? You politely say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I mean, you just be honest and authentic about it. You say, you know what? I have not been able to get on uh, and, and watch the news today. And so I'm so sorry. I've not been able to get the most recent information and facts on that, but I am going to go check it out now that you mentioned it, because obviously it's a big enough topic and a big enough issue um, that you want my opinion on. And I just cannot fairly give it to you without knowing everything I need to know. Ooh, that was good. Okay. Okay, if they ask you something very simple, like what's your favorite color or, you know, how is your day? How should you go ahead and initiate that conversation when they first just kind of grab you off the carpet to chat? So if they grab you off the carpet and they say, what's your favorite color? You say, oh my gosh, my favorite color is purple, but I also love A, B, and C, pinks and blues. And, you know, I just really enjoy wearing purple because I always feel my best in it. I feel like it brightens up my face and it looks really great with my hair and my eyes. It really, you know, I have green eyes personally, so they, it really makes them pop when I wear that color. So it's one of my absolute favorite colors uh, to wear, whether 
you know, just lounging around at home, or I love to wear it in front of the camera and I love to wear it, you know, on stage as well. Ooh, all right. And again, if they ask you, you know, like, how are you feeling? How's it going? Like, what are you doing? And you may not be having the best day. How do you kind of flip that conversation? Or do you just be honest and say, my day is not going great. <laughs> like, what do you, you know, do? I think it depends on the situation in that, in that, you know, say you're on the red carpet and they say, Oh, how are you doing today? And you're not having a great day. You say, you know what? I was having kind of a, a, not a great day, but right now I'm really enjoying myself and I'm having a wonderful time. And I really think things are going to get better. That's just going to be on the up and up, you know, and, uh, we're just play here to have a great time tonight. That's good. See, I wanted to do this little question and answer so that people that may not know these answers or they may get stumbled when somebody just grabs them off of the carpet or, you know, it's like, hey, it's time. We're going to interview you now. It's kind of a good way to pick up that conversation. Do you have any more advice for someone that may be in that situation that it may not be any of the questions we just went over, but it's the quick grab and they just start interviewing you? What'd be a good way, maybe a body stance or just kind of a good way to initiate conversation? I think you have to go in with confidence. I think that's the biggest piece of advice I can give you. You're not going to know the answer to every single question that they ask you. And that's okay. You know, that's what I think a lot of people get so wrapped up in and worried about is we're human. And that is the biggest thing um, that I want to teach people and, and want them to learn from me is we're all human. I don't know the answer to every single question. I don't know, um, you know, what's going on in every single country either. And that's okay. You're allowed to be human because you know what? That's what helps you engage with your audience. That's what connects you to your audience because they don't know everything either. And it's okay to be open and honest about that because it's being authentic. And that's what people want. They want to know that you're authentic. There are so many times that I've been on air where I've had to say, you know, I haven't heard about that. I'm going to go check it out. And never once has a viewer been like, what is wrong? Why does she, doesn't she know about this? Because I'm real about it. I am honest about it. And I think that that's the best piece of advice I can give is go in with confidence and be real and authentic. And people are going to love you for that. That is really great advice. And I wanted to say thank you so much for being on here today and giving the listeners a different side of pageantry and coaching that if they're not even in the pageant world, that this is something that they definitely, I would definitely want to invest in is because you never know when you're going to be behind the camera and you might as well go ahead and prepare yourself for it. And for all of our pageant girls out there or guys, this is something that I think you guys should definitely check out is sit down with Elise and really get go through that trial and just see what it's like and what you can learn. And I'm super excited for all of your stuff coming out in the future. But I want all of my listeners to be able to find you. Will you drop your Instagram handle or your website so that they can get to you as well? And I'll make sure to put it in the bio below so people can find you. Absolutely. There. So I'm on Instagram. It is at telegenic.queen. And then I also have a website, telegenicqueen.com. So just so you guys don't, if you don't know what telegenic means, it's basically the combination of television and photogenic. So it's being um, relatable and having a really good on-camera presence. So that's kind of where I came up with the name. Amazing. Well, I'm glad you said that because that was going to be one of my questions towards <laughs> the end of this podcast. Um, but we have come to 
to the final moments of it. And I want to ask you the same question I ask everyone. Are you ready? I'm so ready. I think maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In what has pageants positively impacted you? Pageants have positively impacted me because I can relate to them. I can relate to all the women and girls who are there. I have worked hard to get to where I am. And it, you guys are, gosh, just the hardest workers I have ever met in my life. And you all inspire me to want to be better, to want to be uh, bigger, and to want to be professional and just do all these amazing things because I don't know how you all juggle what you do. So you have all inspired me in your own little way to be a better me, to be a better professional and to be a better really mom as well. I'm a mom of two toddlers and, um, you know, it just keeps me going. Like your guys' energy is amazing. The sisterhood is amazing. And, um, yeah, I just, I feel like you all inspire me to just be better, be better overall. I love that. And that is truly one of the things that I'm glad that this community really can do for you and brings to the table for you to be able to, you know, invest in these girls and really see what's going on in their lives. And I'm really glad that it has touched you and changed you in so many ways that you probably would have never even imagined to happen. But, you know, guys, you never know what happens in the future. So I guess you'll have to check out next week on another episode of The Crowning Moment. Bye, guys.